I've worked with a lot of singers who sound really, really good. You know, you listen to them, you're like, wow, they actually sound really amazing. But when it comes to, you know, singing in front of people, when it comes to, you know, singing on stage, they still get hit by this stage fright. So it's not just about building capabilities. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Singing Simply Show. My name is Ivan, and on this show, we are here to make learning how to sing as simple and as easy as possible. So if this is something that is up your lane, make sure to hit that subscribe button and join the team. And also, if you're looking to improve your singing even faster, check out the description below for links on how to work with me. I've got self-study courses and also ways to work with me more privately. And so for today, we are going to be spinning it up a bit. We're actually going to be doing a bit of a Q&A session because through the podcast, through the online YouTube channel, there has been some questions that have come through and I wanted to tackle them in one go on top of some of our usual content, you know, our vocal analysis series and also some of the other kind of vocal lessons we do here. So let's just jump straight into it and let's tackle these questions one at a time. And so one of the very first questions that came across was, hey, I am a singer. I sing in a high school choir and I need help on blending and not standing out as much. So if you could talk a bit about the voice in terms of blending, that would really, really help. Now, this is a great question. I personally don't sing in a choir at the moment, but I have had some experience in terms of barbershop and also laying vocal tracks myself, like layering harmony. So I can share some ideas here to get you started. Now, first of all, let's actually quickly define blending for some of you who aren't familiar. What exactly is blending? So blending just means if I've got multiple voices, how do I put them together so that they sound pretty smooth? Because think of it like this. If you've got a choir, you've got like 30, 40 people, and there's this one person who's off pitch, who's off time, and they sound really, really funny in terms of their tone, they're gonna stick out like a sore thumb. And so this is why it's important for us as a choir singer to learn how to blend our sound well with the rest of our choir. So how do we actually do it? So when it comes to blending, there's really three things you wanna be looking out for. The first one here is your timing making sure that you're singing things at the right time. Because if you're off time, you're gonna be singing the wrong pitches and the wrong words regardless. Now, the second part is also getting your pitch on point, which means singing the right notes. Because if you're not singing the right notes, you actually create something called dissonance, which sounds a bit like this. They're really close. In fact, they're probably the closest interval we've got in music, but they sound so weird. And this is what happens when you don't sing the right pitches. And so you wanna practice these fundamentals, getting on time and getting on pitch. Now, the last one here is your vowel shape, which means making sure your vowel matches the ones that your choir are using. Because even on the same vowel, say for example, on an E vowel, you can sing it in many, many different ways because of subtle changes in your vowel or your vocal track shape. For example, if I was to sing an E vowel, I can sing it like this. E, E, very whiny. E, dark, E, E, more of something in the middle. And so even on the same vowel, you can get all these different tones by just subtly changing your vowel or your vocal track shape. So you wanna see if you can match all of them together. Now, a couple of ways you can actually apply all this into practice your timing, your pitch, and your vowel is number one, just practice holding out notes with your choir. When I was in my barbershop crew, this is actually an exercise we used to do all the time, which meant everyone would choose, you know, a word and, you know, one person would start and then other people would start to layer their vocals on top of it. And you'll try to get the pitch, the timing and the vowel as tight as possible for them to all to fit together. And when you do do that, 
you get this really nice kind of booming of the resonance. The, the resonance kind of fills up the room a lot, lot more. That is a big, big cue that you are doing it right. Now, if you don't have the luxury of constantly practicing with your choir, another thing you can actually do is practice creating harmonies or vocal stacks in a DAW. Now, this is often used a lot when people are recording their music, they record layers and layers of vocals. But a great lesson you can also take from here is you can actually stack a lot of your vocals and you'll notice if you get your timing, your pitch, your vowels really, really clean, they have the same effect where everything sounds so smooth together once again. So I would definitely, definitely recommend jump onto like a DAW and practice this technique. Practice stacking your vocals. And so this is some ideas to play around with. Now, if you're playing around with these exercises that I've given you and you're finding that, hey, I'm still struggling a bit with pitch, my timing, or even just learning how to shape my vowels, check out my course, The Fundamental of Singing. This is actually something I tackle in the course and I tackle it in detail. I'll give you a bit of a step-by-step -step on how to improve your pitch, your timing, so that you can actually do these things that we're talking about at the moment. If you're open to more details, check out the link in the description. We'll tackle more of that together. Now, the second question that I got here today is, hi, I'm very into theater, but I have a lot of stage fright and I sometimes get bullied about stuff I do at my drama class. How do I get more confidence. So first of all, thank you so much for sharing this question. I know, you know, bullying is not fun. It really, really sucks, but hang in there. I know you can do this. Let's tackle your question. So in terms of building confidence, what I've learned from experience, I'd love to encourage you to start thinking it more in this term. So there's this word that was coined a couple of decades ago called self-efficacy. So what that basically means is our own perception or our own belief on how well we can do this task, which maybe is singing or maybe it's acting. And when it comes to building self-confidence, what we're really trying to build here is this idea of self-efficacy. Do you believe in yourself to go do this task? When you have that, all of a sudden you will feel that confidence when it comes to singing. So in terms of how you can build this self-belief or this idea of self-efficacy, there's really just two ideas. First one here is you build your capabilities, which means the better you get at this skill or this craft, the more confident you will feel. For example, if you're playing a sport like basketball, if you know you can nail a, a shot like 10 out of 10 times, that's gonna make you feel more confident. We can apply this to our singing as well. If you know your technique really, really well, you know how to sing on pitch, you know how to hit those high notes, you know how to not run out of breath, and you know how to sound good, this is gonna create a big, big boost in your confidence. And so what this means for you, if you're listening to this, right? Start working on your craft. Make sure you're doing the practice sessions. Make sure you're working on your strengths. Make sure you're ironing out your weaknesses. See if you can tackle all of them and that's gonna build your confidence. Now, the second part of the equation though is it's not just about building skill set. because what I've found from experience is I've worked with a lot of singers who sound really, really good. You know, you listen to them, you're like, wow, they actually sound really amazing. But when it comes to, you know, singing in front of people, when it comes to, you know, singing on stage, they still get hit by this stage fright. So it's not just about building capabilities. The second piece of the puzzle is building your experience point, which means spending more time on stage, spending more time performing in front of others and actually confronting you know, the nerves, confronting the anxiety. Because what happens is when you do it enough times, especially if you're doing it from a place of, you know, how can I get better? How can I learn? How can I improve myself? Those experiences will help you become more confident as well. And this is one of the big reasons that pushed me to go perform weekly at a busking place, which means going out to the streets and performing because it does this. It forces you to confront those nerves, confront those emotions, 
and you learn how to stay on top of them. And so if you're not currently doing this, what I would recommend is find a way for you to keep challenging yourself, to keep putting yourself out there. And especially if you come from this place where, you know, even if I mess up a bit, even if I, you know, didn't do as well, that's okay. You're just going to take those lessons and you move it to your next performance. That is going to help keep building your confidence. So team, this wraps up our Q&A for today. I hope these questions and these answers have been useful for you. And if you have any questions or if you have any more of these, please, you know, send it please send it to me on Instagram or you can send it to me on email or you can even check out the description and you can reply to the question there. I always love hearing these questions and answering them for you because I think it's going to make these content even more tailored for you. Now, if you're still feeling stuck with your singing and you want to make it faster and a bit easier for yourself, check out the link in the description. I do have some courses and I have ways to work with me privately so you can improve faster. You don't have to do this on your own. So if that is something of interest, check out the link in the description and I'll see you all for our next episode. Thank you so much for joining today. Take care.